My, my four-year-old, uh, this is not too long ago, uh, it was uh, early in the morning. I, I, I was up and doing something. I ran upstairs. I was, I was doing something. I, I can't remember exactly what it was. And, and my four-year-old, I, I hear his door open, and, uh, and I, I hear him kind of shuffling his feet, you know, along the, along the carpet. And uh, I, I see he's got his blankie in his hands. His blankie has been to hell and back. You know, it's just torn to shreds. He's had it since he was three days old. I mean, this, this blanket is torn to pieces. We've actually tied it together at, at certain points so that, so that it doesn't keep on falling apart. Uh, but he's bringing his blankie over to me. And he says, uh, first thing out of his mouth, Daddy. Daddy, and I'm like, yes, son. He goes, Daddy, uh, can you show me your muscles? What, what did you say, Grayson? Daddy, Daddy, can you show me your muscles? Okay, dads, my head <laughs> immediately begins to grow, okay? I don't have big muscles. You know how big muscles is the dude that was leading worship over here sitting in the front row. I see you right here. That dude has big muscles. But to my son, <laughs> my muscles are bigger than yours. I, to, to my son, he looked at me and was like, Daddy, ladies, just so you know, if you ever want to get anything from your man, just walk up to him and say, baby, show me your muscles. He will give you absolutely anything that you want uh, in, in that moment. So, so my son says this to me. Uh, I, I, I'm excited. I'm fired up about this. I want to wake everybody else up in the house and tell them what, what my four-year-old uh, uh, just did. Uh, and and the, the great thing about it, it was pure. He wasn't about to ask me for something right after that, you know, like, Dad, can I get another Lego or will you put on Big Hero 6? It was just, it was just, I want to see your muscles. And, and, and it just did something to me. I, I, I'm looking after this weekend, us together at People's Church, that we as a church family are just saying to the God of the universe, our loving Heavenly Father, Father, would you show us your muscles? God, would you go ahead and flex for us? God, would you show us how big and bad you are? Would you show us your power and your might? God, would you, would you as, as, we're, as we're just waking up today, as we're rolling out of the bed, as we're getting ready for the week, as we're getting ready for the summer, as we're getting ready for Dad Fest and Epic Summer Camp and all the things that are on the horizon, God, God, would you show us your muscles? Ephesians chapter 3, if you have your Bible, I want you to turn there with me for a second. If you don't, if you don't have your Bible, uh, you have to leave. No, kidding, you don't. We, we put it on the screen for you. You're right, you're right at home. You're with family, okay? Uh, Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 3. Uh, let's start reading in verse number 14. It says, for this reason, I, I kneel before the Father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love, this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Verse 20, 
Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Let me read verse 20 real quick. Now to him, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. I don't know about you, but everything in my life is not exactly the way I want it to be right now. There's some things that I'd like to be different. There's some situations I'd like to have changed. Uh, but maybe you're in here and everything in your life is perfect. Every T is crossed. Every I is dotted. Every bill is paid. You've got everything working exactly the way you want it to work. For all four of you, that's your situation. The rest of us would like for you to pray for us, okay? Because we're in here and there's some things we'd like to have different in our lives it might be something as 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 simple uh for for some as moving from one side of a neighborhood to a different part of the city might be moving out of an apartment into a home it, it might be a job it might even be a team in college that you're trying to to get on trying to be a walk-on on the baseball team or or basketball team it might be a school you're trying to get into if you're a student it might be a business that you want to start shoot it might even be a ring but you're trying to get on this finger right here because you're 37 years old and why don't I have it yet eHarmony farmers dot I mean you're you're at black people meet you're you're on every single website just trying to make it you just don't I'll just Lord just throw it out there I'll take whoever you want to send my way want it to be different all of us in here at some point in time in our life, and most likely it's now, we're saying, God, I, I'd like some things to be adjusted. The great thing that we're going to discover today is that we have a God that has all power and might to do every single thing that we would ever need him to do. As a matter of fact, this God that we are serving is not weak and anemic, and he has not fallen off this throne. He's lost not one bit of his power. He is still as mighty today as he has been from eternity past to eternity present. And in these verses right here, especially verse number 20, we see this. The Bible says, now unto him who is able unto him who's the him the bible is speaking of here the him is god now to him god who is able to do immeasurably more if you're anything like me, there are times that you take your attention, we can take our attention off of God and we can put our attention and our faith in people. And if you live for any period of time, you know that people have this knack for just letting you down at just the right time. <laughs> that people have an uncanny ability to, to when you need them most sometimes like, man, they're just not there. They just don't come through the way that we want them to. So, so the Bible here teaches us that our ultimate faith and our ultimate trust is never to be in people because people were never designed to be God. God was designed to be God. People were designed to be people now unto him 
who is able. I, I, I recognize that I have this, this throne on my heart and you have one on yours as well. And there's all types of minions in this life that are trying to jump up on the throne of our heart. And sometimes a boyfriend or a girlfriend says, no, no, that needs to be my spot. Or we even will put them in that spot. Sometimes we'll even take our kids and try to put them in that spot. Sometimes we'll take our boss and put them in that spot. And God is saying that throne was not designed for any man or any woman or any child or any pastor or any politician that throne was designed for one and one alone and that one is him God who is able to do immeasurably more than all I can ask think or even imagine now unto him to him to him I, I if there's nothing else we get today I pray that all of us me included we get our attention and our focus off of the people around us that we think are the ones that can fix our problems that we get our attention off of because the one the one that you tend to put your trust and your faith in God sometimes will let that person fail you just so that we can be reminded that he's the sustainer of our lives he's the one that breathes out so that you and I can breathe in and there's all types of situations that you and I can face but off the from the very beginning now unto him unto him to God unto him unto God who is able he is able he is able the Bible here wasn't originally written in English it was originally especially this particular verses these particular verses we just read were actually written in Greek so we had to translate to the word able. The Greek word here that was originally written is the word dunamai. It actually means this. It means power by virtue of inherent ability and resources. Power by virtue of inherent ability and resources. What that means is the ability that God has is not an ability that he has to go find somewhere else. It's an ability that he has present in his person all by himself. You've maybe heard it said he's God all by himself. This is the truth. He has power all by himself. If, if you have ever had a, a hoopty, like, you know, a jacked up car, anybody in here? I, I know I have. If you haven't had a jacked up car yet, you haven't yet learned what it means to live by faith, okay? Because, because when you have a car, right, that barely works, okay, you pray more than most people pray. If you got to get to class or you got a date or you got to go to work and, you know, it's eight, you got to get there by 830 and it's already 8 o'clock and you're not to your car yet, you're like, okay, father... I love you, okay? I know I didn't do right last week, but please, in this one particular occasion, when I put the key in the ignition, please let my car turn on and we'll hit steering wheels, bang doors, you know, throw up some fairy dust, do all kinds of things just to make this car, get, make this car work. And there are sometimes you, you turn it on and that car goes, nope, <laughs> you're gonna be late this week, okay? I, I'm not turning on for you. So, so like you, I, I, I've called a friend or, or called a neighbor. Hey, hey, bring me your jumper cables. 
let me connect your car to my car so my car can start. Well, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to borrow power from that car so I can get started. I want us to understand God has never needed jumper cables, okay? He's never needed to get hooked up to somebody else or something else in order for him to have the power that he needs to do what he wants to do. He has always had the power and the virtue and the authority and the ability inherent in himself. This is this helps us understand the theology behind who God is. Because if not, we'll be we'll we'll, we'll kind of begin to pull God down to our mindset and pull God down to our experiences and pull God down to our level of belief. But instead of pulling God down to our level of belief, let's lift our level of belief up to the size of our God and recognize that He alone is able. My wife and I got to go on vacation just, just last week. I got a little bit of a tan, okay? Not, not too much because I put on like SPF 400, okay? Because I, I, I didn't want to get burned. But we were down in, in Cancun, went to one of those all-inclusive uh, places, put our coins together, you know, save up for a minute and went down there. And we, we had a great, great time down there, uh, four, five days or so, left our kids at home with, with a sitter. And we're there, I mean, we're at the pool, we're at the beach, we're having a great time. Well, at the pool and at the beach, everybody's wearing their swimsuits. And there's some people that have on some swimsuits that they should not have on. (laughs) Now, they probably woke up in the morning thinking, "Mm mm-hmm, I got it going on this morning. Everybody at the pool, they better say thank you for them being able to see this. But we weren't saying thank you. We were covering our eyes up like this, saying, Father God, would you take us away from this moment right here? Now, I don't care what size anybody is. You know, people have different sizes. I think we're all beautiful, no doubt about it. But it doesn't mean every swimsuit was made for everybody. Now, (laughs) there are some ladies... Even some guys, you could tell, oh, there was a day that you, you probably had it. <laughs> but you dropped it back there a few years ago, okay? You, back in the day, okay, back in the day, you ran the club, okay? You ran it. But that day has, let's kind of turn the page on that one, okay? You had it, but you don't, you don't, you don't have it anymore. You see the, the old guy, right, and he's got his shirt unbuttoned with all the gold chains all the way down to his navel, just like, yeah, I still, I still got it. No, 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 you don't. You had it. When I, when I think about, let me get back to the Lord. When I think about, <laughs> I think about the God of the universe, the power that he had back in the day he didn't lose that power he still has that same power today and, and, and what the, 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 the temptation is when, when our lives aren't working the way we want our lives to work and things aren't in order the way we want our life to be in order, we start to think, well, maybe, maybe God's different or maybe something's wrong with me or maybe my faith is not right. We start messing, messing with all these things. We start wondering, is this thing broken somehow, some way? And I want you to understand, there is nothing broken in God whatsoever. And the same one that was parting Red Seas is still parting Red Seas today. And the same one that was bringing rest 
resurrection life to dead people's bones. He is still doing the same thing today. And the same God that healed all those years ago is still healing minds and bodies and souls and marriages and single people today. He's the same. He has not lost his power. It's not diminishing. It's not going backwards. He's not fallen off the throne somehow because this person's in office or that person's in office or these people are getting rights or those people are getting rights because this problem or that problem, God is still sitting on his throne saying, I run it all. I haven't lost any power. Now unto him who is able to do immeasurably more. Um, let, me, let me be a little bit of a nerd, okay, just for a second, okay? For those of you who are real nerds, you know I'm, I'm faking it right now. But in our vernacular, we have some terminology for measurements. We have a millimeter, centimeter, uh, inch, yard, mile, other parts of the world have, have other measurements, kilometer, yada, yada. You, you get it. But we're, we're trying to measure distance. Well, when you start to look up in space, inch, mile, kilometer, meter, these things don't hold any weight. They're not long enough. So you probably have heard of a light year, right? Well, there's another term uh, I learned called a parsec. A parsec is actually bigger than a light year. It's actually about 3.25 times the size of a light year. Just to throw out a crazy number for you that most of us in here can't really comprehend, a, a, a parsec is equal to 19 trillion miles. Trillion. Okay, okay let, me, let me try to paint this picture a little bit more. For us to go from the earth to the sun is 93 million miles. But a parsec is 19 trillion miles. So for us to go a parsec between earth to the sun, we'd have to go back and forth over 200,000 times just to equal one parsec. Why do I say all that? Because this is the measurement of space. The Bible here tells us, now unto him who is able to do immeasurably more. So that tells me, if you and I can measure it, God can do more than it. If you can measure it, God can do more than it. I want, I, want, I want to let that sink in. If you can measure it, God can do more than it. You, you can think, okay, okay, I need, I want to buy a house, so I need $15,000 in order to be able to buy my house. If you can measure it, then God can do more than it. Okay, my marriage has been on the rocks for three months. My marriage has been on the rocks for six months. My, matter of fact, it's been on the rocks for, for six years. If you can measure it, if you can measure it. That tells me that God can do more than it. Okay, okay, I, I need to get these certain grades to be able to get into school. If you can measure it, 
then God can do more than that. I've been in a hole of depression that's gone down for years and years and years and years. If you can measure it, then that tells me that God can do more than it. Because we tend to think if I can measure it, that means it's getting too big, it's getting too massive, it's getting too large. But even a parsec is small to our God. What's 19 trillion miles to us is just a whisper and a snap of the finger to him. If I can measure it then God can do more than it. This is him showing off his muscles. This is the God of the universe saying, son and daughter, I've got your back and I'm fighting battles for you. I'm working things out behind the scenes. I'm doing things that you don't even know that I'm doing right now. You think you're just stumbling into places, but I actually am working with your stumbling to put you in the right place at the right time with the right people. It's the miracle working power of almighty God. Now unto him, God, who is able, the inherent power, able to do immeasurably more. If I can measure it, then God can do more than it. He's, he's able, he's able, he's able to do even more. There is a piece of this puzzle that I think is really, really important for us to get, though. Because, again, if you're anything like me, uh, we can live miracle to miracle. It's like I, I'm always in a situation <laughs> I need God to bail me out. My God, okay, my bad, Lord, my bad, my bad, my bad. But I find myself here again. Can you please send the money? Can you please send the person? Can you please send the favor? And man, don't you know God has been so gracious and good to get our backs over and over and over again. There'll be a day that will stand before God because we might have some folks in here who are still a little bit skeptical and I understand that. I've had my doubts at times before but I wonder if God would be gracious enough to show us the times that he protected us that we didn't even know that he protected us. The accidents we didn't get in and the situations that didn't go as bad as they could have. But anyway, I, I'm looking at my life sometimes, and I'm, I can be living miracle to miracle. Well, this is not uncommon from Scripture. The children of Israel, these were God's kids. These were the ones that he, he picked. He said, I'm going to use you. I'm gonna, I, want, I, want, I want you to be a light to the entire world. And, he's, and, he, and, and for these individuals, they found themselves in a place of bondage in Egypt. They were held captive, slaves. They prayed for some 400 years. God, would you free us? God, would you free us? God, would you free us? And God was kind enough to send Charlton Heston uh, into there. Some of you might not know that. Send Moses. Say, say let, let my people go. They, they came out of, of bondage, uh, out of the slavery, and, and they were headed to the land of promise, the, the promised land. Uh, but for a number of different reasons, God was saying, I'm, I'm not letting you into the promised land uh, yet. So they found themselves wandering around the wilderness, just wandering, wandering. It was as if they were gypsies. They were vagabonds. They, they had no particular home. And what God decided to do to give them food was manna from heaven. It was bread from heaven that was feeding them every single day. This was their food. This was the miracle. 
on this particular day, say it's a Sunday, if they got that manna, that manna would go bad that night. They would need some more manna on Monday, and God would send that manna on that next day. But I want you to see something here from Joshua, the book of Joshua, chapter 5. Again, if you don't have your Bibles, we'll put the verse on the screen for you as well. Joshua, chapter 5, verse number 11. It says, the day after the Passover, that very day, they ate, they is the children of Israel, the, the ones that were in bondage, they ate some of the produce of the land, unleavened bread and roasted grain. The manna stopped the day after they ate this food from the land. There was no longer any manna for the Israelites. But that year, they ate of the produce of Canaan. I just need you to tune in with me for just a couple more moments. I, I literally am just about done. You know when preachers lie about that? I, I'm, I'm not lying. I'm literally just about finished. The children of Israel were in the wilderness for years, living miracle to miracle to miracle. But the second, the day, to the very day that God brought them into the promised land, the manna that they were getting every day stopped. And the Bible here says they then ate from the produce of the land. Now, what they were eating was not some miracle. It was a harvest. You see, you see I, I, I'm thankful for miracles. I'm thankful for them. But miracle living is wilderness living. When we're going from miracle to miracle to miracle, to miracle we, that, that's wilderness living. What God is trying to get us to do, church, is graduate into a new season when we are walking in the promised land. And in the promised land, we are sowing and God is breathing on what we sow and giving us a harvest off of what has been sown in the ground. The power of our God to bring miracles out of heaven does not diminish or is not uh, somehow negated by the miracle of putting a seed in the ground. And generations can eat off of that. For, what, for, for you and I, as we're talking about God flexing and God showing his muscles, I don't want us to get stuck in a rut where we think the only time God is really doing something good is when it's something that's completely unexplainable. There are many times that God is doing something good by something that we can explain, but it's because of a seed that was sown into the ground and he has breathed on that seed and now it is producing our harvest and we're eating off of the harvest he, he we, we got some marriages I, i'm thinking of one in particular in our, in our church in dallas this this marriage the husband did something hurtful sinful painful wrong cheated on his wife multiple times she this wife had full reason to be able to leave, even biblically leave get divorced go another direction but she decided by god's grace and strength that she didn't want to do that she decided she's going to work it out Man, 
it was a miracle to see what God did. I mean, these two are together right now and their marriage is flourishing. It was like God breathed all over them. What it was was manna from heaven. But that couple, as God has given them that miracle and brought them into the land of promise, if they do not sow mercy, if they do not sow love, if they don't sow forgiveness, if they don't sow serving, if they don't sow laying down their lives for each other, they will find themselves not getting any harvest and they'll be right back in a wilderness mindset crying out to God to do the very thing that he already did the first time. Now God is gracious. He's so good because it's taken me a long time to get some things through this thick skull for sure. So there's no condemnation at all. But what there is, is a graduation that you and I get to have to say, Father, I don't want to just wander around for the rest of my life. I want to come into a land where I'm sowing seeds and my kids and my kids' kids are getting a harvest off of some things that were put in the ground. I'm not even just talking about money here, people. I'm talking about prayers. Put, put a prayer in the ground. That's a seed. That, uh, God, I don't know how the situation is going to turn around, but I'm going to put this in the ground today and I'm going to water it tomorrow and I'm going to water it the next day. And the amazing power that our God has to say, I'll breathe on that. Watch the harvest that comes up and lives can be changed. Who are you believing for? Who are you asking for whose whose heart needs to be captured who who needs to hear the salvation message of jesus i'm to just start putting some stuff in the ground start putting some stuff in the ground start, i don't even know god i'm not even all that spiritual just start putting some stuff in the ground let's see the god of the universe flex his muscles god show us your muscles show us god how powerful you are show us how mighty you are now unto him who is able to do immeasurably more than all I can ask, think, or even imagine. That's who we put our faith in, church.